When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank. We are on the cusp of a monster weekend at home for Sooner Sports. And the tailgate will not only get you ready across the board, but really have a gym-centric feel to it. Coming up, we went and hung out with K.J. Kindler and the women's gymnastics team at practice on Wednesday. So we'll hear from Coach Kindler. Our pal from Sooner Sports TV, Meg McDonald, will swing by. Jay Degavea, Alex Marks, Brennan Dow, and Emma LaPinta to get us ready for one versus two for the second time this, th- this season. Think about how rare it is to have a one versus two matchup in any sport, at, at any time, uh, at any portion of the year. It's just, it's rare. It, it barely happens. And this will be the second time this year that one versus two will take place inside the LNC. OU Women's Gymnastics, UCLA, it's going to be amazing coming up this Sunday. And the schedule gods have kind of helped to cooperate with the revamping of the softball schedule for this weekend, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, the Sooners have shifted to play two in softball on Saturday now. Baseball will play two on Friday and Saturday. So Sunday has just opened up for the noon start for OU and UCLA. But before we go all in on the one versus two matchup, here's what is going on this weekend and one of the cool promotions that uh, we've put together around it. There are 16 home athletic events between Friday and Sunday, March 1st through 3rd. And get this, fans can use their ticket stub from any event over the weekend at another event for free or discounted admission. Now, there's rules and guidelines to this, so check out Soonersports.com. It's right on the front page. You'll be allowed free admission by showing their ticket stub at this weekend's baseball series with Columbia 
and Saturday's women's basketball game against TCU. Fans can show their ticket stub at Saturday's men's basketball game versus West Virginia for a $10 ticket. Discounted $5 tickets are available for Friday softball games as well as the Sunday women's gymnastics meet against UCLA. Now, a limited number of tickets are available for Saturday's softball game, but those will only be available at the stadium on game day. Admission, of course, is free for all men's and women's tennis matches. All admission is based on venue capacity and availability. So, what a great opportunity to take in a ton of events for just the price of one. And we get things started with the baseball doubleheader today. Columbia is in town. Sooners will get things started at 1 o'clock. Then the OU softball team is finally back in the 405. We have played in every single time zone in America, but the central time zone. And here we are today at 2. I'll be on the air with the radio pregame at 1.30. Well, pending, there's a game before ours. Uh, Oregon State and Louisiana Lafayette will play a neutral game. So if that runs a little bit long, it may push us back. But it's scheduled for a 2 o'clock start against Oregon State, then 4.30 against Louisiana Lafayette. You can find the games on AM 1560. That's the franchise, too. And also, there's links to their streaming at OU on the air. Then the men's tennis team We'll take on Tulsa. And quickly, here's the schedule on Saturday. Rowing gets underway at 8 a.m. Baseball versus Columbia, another doubleheader at 1. Men's Hoops battles West Virginia in a huge game inside the LNC at 1 o'clock. Of course, West Virginia had a huge comfort behind win this week, and they played better. So not, not an automatic. Then OU will take on Louisiana Lafayette and Oregon State beginning at 2 o'clock. The Oregon State game scheduled for 430 is already sold out. And then also at 4.30, women's basketball will tip off against TCU. And on Sunday, in addition to the women's tennis matches at 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. against Purdue and UMKC, you have the men's tennis match against Florida State at 1 o'clock. And finally, the reason we're here. OU-UCLA, one versus two. It's one of the ultimate showdowns, not just one versus two, but a rematch of last year's national championship. And earlier this week, Wednesday to be exact, we snuck out. We spent the afternoon at OU women's gymnastics practice, and we started talking with K.J. Kindler and really kind of figured out her routine. What's a normal practice day routine for Coach Kindler as she gets ready for any meet? But obviously this one's a pretty big one. Yeah, I well, honestly, I'm, I usually work in my office until is that the, near here? No, not? it's nowhere near here. It's in the stadium. <laughs> oh, I'm and then around. I and then I speed okay. down to Asp. Yeah, well, which, I mean, there's no cops there. You can't. No, <laughs> um, and then uh, and then I usually get here about five minutes before. But the team comes in about 45 minutes early. Heats, which they'll be showing up pretty soon here. Heat, do warm tubs, do any sort of treatments that they need to do. Have a snack. Usually get some lunch and then get started. Work. More? That's cool. Yeah. I just I hope I don't want to interrupt any routine. You know, when I came here and everything was turned off, I was going to go set up in the gym. But then I'm one of those dopes that would be like, hmm, I got a commercial break. I'm going to try to do something off this pommel horse and I'll probably pull something, <laughs> which would be my luck. But is it is it good to be getting after it a little bit earlier this week? Obviously, I know Thursday is going to be a tough day for everybody, but that's um, that's why we're here today because you kind of had to shift the schedule a bit. We talked about it yesterday, but is it, is it good maybe to have uh, a, a little early start this week? Yeah, we're actually just changing it up a little bit. Um, we're getting a little more rest toward the end of the week, which I think will be good. Their bodies should be feeling really, really well on 
Sunday, assuming they're not freezing cold popsicles. Um, so <laughs> as long as that doesn't happen, uh, they should be feeling really good. So I, I think it could be a good thing, you know. Sometimes you got to change it up. Now, Mother Nature can both be a help and a hindrance. It's a hindrance because I think there's a lot of people out there that will use any excuse not to leave their house. It's like, ooh, it's kind of cold out. I think I'll just sit at home. But it's a help because you have diehard Sooner fans who may have events that are going to be outside that could be delayed or postponed on Sunday. But I think our biggest charge is this is, boy, I don't want to sound cheesy, but almost a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see some of the best of, of women's gymnastics go out. And you said it yesterday. You feel like this is the biggest home meet ever? Ever. 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 So no excuse to sit at home, right? No. No excuse. I think, you know, the, we're going to crank up the heat in the Lloyd Noble Center I like that. Sunday. I yeah. like that. And uh, it's going to be warm and toasty. And um, honestly, it's just such a great opportunity. You need to come out. You absolutely need to come out. What is a, okay, we've talked about this a lot on Tuesdays. For those that aren't aware and don't get to listen during the, I keep forgetting that it's not Tuesday at like 9 a.m. It's 11.45 on a Wednesday. But KJ comes on with us every Tuesday from about 9.15 to 9.45. Um, you are excited about the atmosphere, but that's the key here. There needs to be an atmosphere. You need to make some noise. It was a challenge for you guys on Saturday, Sunday, because West Virginia didn't have a lot of atmosphere. And I was always of this mistaken thought that you go to a gymnastics meet and you treat it like a tennis match where you're quiet and you ooh and you ah, and then afterwards you give a play. No, that's not it at all, is it? You need atmosphere. You need loud, rowdy fans. Absolutely. We, I mean, they love it when people are loud and um, they're so encouraged by it. I know a lot of people think even on the beam that you have to be really quiet, but you hear our own team, you know, cheering mid beam routines. So that's a cue to you that it's okay. You can do whatever you want. And, um, that atmosphere, like you said, it makes athletes rise to the occasion. A lot of places that we go on the road, when we go to Alabama, um, Georgia, when we go to UCLA, those are sellout crowds that we're going and performing in front of. We are used to that. We love that. Um, we have been developing a great crowd here at Oklahoma, and it has grown every single year, without a doubt. And uh, right now I'm told that we have pre-sold more tickets than our max than our highest attendance ever. Oh, that's great news. Which is amazing. And um, it only tells me that uh, that's going to continue, that trend throughout the week. People are going to get more and more excited, um, and we're, we're going to pack that place. You, um, I, I've always enjoyed learning about your broad stroke, if you will, because there's certain people that when they're coaches, it's just, listen, I'm in charge of my student-athletes, and I, I got to win. You take this broader view, and I've appreciated it, and I've loved getting to learn more about it because, yeah, you want to win, <laughs> and you won national championships. You want to be a positive influence on their life, but you're also about building the program. You, you, say, you are keenly involved in every aspect of the floor routines. You edit the music for the floor routines, which, by the way, I'm having a problem with my Adobe Audition. I need you to look at whenever <laughs> okay. we get um, You are very involved in the marketing side of things. You, you, you have a specific view for what you want in the intro video. This is when you hear that and you hear that you've already sold more tickets, that's got to be incredibly, I don't know, reassuring more yep. than anything else because of that broad vision you have. Definitely. You just kind of made me sound like a control freak. No, I <laughs> Do you think that's what I did, Lindsay? I, okay, thank uh, you. No, not at all. I, 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 I do. I do like to, to have my finger on the pulse of everything <laughs> that's going on. That's true. But 
like you said, like attendance is a very big focus for us. Right. Um, it's a focus for us in recruiting. We are ranked 10th in attendance, but we're the number one team in the country. We are pushing to get that higher. And so um, that's definitely a focus of our program and something that we've been trying to do since the moment we stepped on campus. And you can see that this year we're going to be ranked higher at the end. What does it mean to you then whenever, for instance, Sundays meet, which we need you here, but it's on ESPN. It's not on the Deuce. It's not on ESPNU. It's not on a, a, a web app. And no offense to my employer. It's not on Sooner Sports TV or Fox Sports Oklahoma. It's at noon on Sunday, the time whenever the NFL is usually front and center on ESPN, Coach. How much does that mean to you about where this sport is right now? Uh, it's huge. You know, last year when we went to UCLA, we were on ESPN on Super Bowl Sunday, right before the pregame. And the numbers were astounding. They were amazed at how many people tuned in. And so I think that's definitely why you're seeing this competition specifically at this time. But what it says to me is that record this program. Right, exactly. <laughs> record this program because you'll be able to enjoy it over and over and over when you get home from the meet. Right. That's a good way <laughs> to look at it. That's what it says to me because it is going to be epic. All right. We're going to talk to a lot of the gymnasts today, but before I let you go and do your job, uh, I mean, getting help, feeling like you're getting healthy as we head towards this, but obviously a lot of eyes will be on Maggie Nichols on Sunday, but your youngsters have really stepped up in a big way this year, haven't they? They have, and they're growing, and, and they're getting more experience. Yesterday we had a, an extremely intense practice. Um, I, I think that they feel. They feel what's coming, and they are doing their darndest to get prepared. So um, yesterday was very intense, very serious practice. Um, very, everybody was very on point. I love to see that. It tells me that my athletes are dialed in, and that's what it's going to take Sunday. So... Looking forward to it. Can I wrap up on one thing here? I keep saying I'm wrapping up, but I keep going longer. You can, um, you can go. Hey, yeah, I, I know, right? Well, you, you're in charge here. So, <laughs> but uh, from an administrative, an administrative support, what has that meant to you? I'm, I'm asking a lot of what has it meant questions, but I think mm -hmm. it's fair here on this celebration of this sport and this big meet this week, and to see a joke is tickling on some athletic directors don't give you the resources that you would need at other schools. Joe sees all in on gymnastics, and this whole totally. athletic department seems to be too. Totally. We had um, breakfast with some fans last Friday. Josh's dad. Yes. We got to talk about it yes. yesterday. He was um, he was there, and he is just such a best. nice man. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, Joe, Joe is all in on gymnastics. He's known gymnastics uh, since the beginning of his career. Everywhere he has been, they have had gymnastics. I think that's really key, you know, when he was at Maryland, when he was at Missouri, um, obviously here. And he is a fan. He's a fan of gymnastics, and I think that makes a big difference. He understands also the competitiveness of our sport, and um, it, it's extremely competitive in the SEC and the Pac-12, and, and he knows the resources necessary to compete at that level with those conferences. And so we are super fortunate to have that kind of support from our administration and that kind of understanding of our, like Joe knows what a good score is. A lot of athletic directors <laughs> might not. They'd be like, oh, you know. But Wait, when yeah, I, you we get a 198, nines. he's like, holy moly. You know, he knows. <laughs> he knows what that means, and um, a lot of people wouldn't. And so uh, he's definitely um, been, he's been wonderful since, uh, since our arrival 13 years ago now. Man, I'll, I'll add to that. It's pretty amazing to see the commitment that Joe Castiglione has had to gymnastics across the board. I mean, just to see that consistent success. And as Coach talked about, you know, he knows what's a good score. He gets what it's all about. 
So uh, props to Joe C and the incredible job he's done with his broad vision, including women's gym. All right, let's expand the preview of Oklahoma and UCLA. I tagged in my lifeline, Meg McDonald, to help us out a little bit from Sooner Sports TV. She's our gymnastics insider. And Jay Degavea and Alex Marks came by to talk a little bit about this week. Jay, first and foremost, I'll start with you, radio professional. <laughs> take us uh, take us through the season, kind of how it's been rolling for you, how you feel right now. Um, I don't know. We've had a great season so far. We've had some bumps along the road, but we're we're prevailing i guess you could say you know with everything that's been thrown at us we've put in a lot of work in the gym and it definitely shows out on the competition floor i mean you're basically taking care of treatment right now while you're doing this yeah, my arms going on serious stem going multitask so i i almost fell in this chair last segment right <laughs> yeah. and, and it distracted her no, he actually did <laughs> I, I, I really did and so every time i look and i and i try to look at you and i see your arm is just 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 moving so is it just a little stimulation for the shoulder or? yeah it's kind of a way to warm up my shoulder before i get out there okay all right and i keep looking at her shoulder because it's moving here wait uh, i'll cover. no 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 it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine uh alex now uh, i had to remind alex we had a chance to talk last year yes, for the Sooner Born Sooner Bread podcast. For you being an Oklahoma product, um, Cushing product, what does this meant for you now? Senior season, um, just obviously you were an all Big 12 first team perform on the academic side last year, uh, won the event specialist of the week uh, last year. How's things been going for you now in your senior campaign? It's going good. I mean, it's definitely really special. I mean, growing up watching these gymnasts and then Getting to be a part of the program, I mean, it's meant the world to me, and season's been going great. So, yeah, it's good. Meg, you know the story about how – now, correct me if I'm wrong. You got into the gym because your dad wanted a Sooner cheerleader, yeah. right? <laughs> so that – yeah, dad Dad is a big OU yeah. fan. Did you not know that? No, I didn't. <laughs> so Alex's dad – I don't know. How did I wow, even find you, this out? You've come so far I know. <laughs> no, my dad wanted me to be an OU cheerleader, and um, I guess you have to have a back handspring, and so he – Sent me to tumbling classes to learn and a you back got your back handspring, and I did get my that back and so much more. Yep, and I started walking on the beam, doing some bars, and it wasn't actually tumbling; it was a gymnastics class. So. And now you're a national champion, yeah. casual. Wow, ho hum, right? <laughs> and meanwhile, football still looking for that national championship, <laughs> right? So, but with that said, uh, it kind of gives an idea and background just how being a Sooner has been a part of your family for mm-hmm. what since birth, of right? Of course, yeah. Man, that's pretty awesome. When uh, Meg, I'll have Meg talk about you guys now to make it very uncomfortable. What have you seen uh, in in these two as you've been calling their meet so far this season? What's kind of stood out? I think the coolest thing. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll start with Jade. There you go. She since has, I said her last name wrong. Go ahead. Jade Degovea. Right. She has <laughs> been through a lot when it in terms of injuries. Like as you're a junior now, her freshman and sophomore season, I felt like she just couldn't catch a break. Like, it was something different every single week. And then this is an outside perspective, like, coming to practice every single week and then watching the meets and calling the meets. Like, no one wanted it more than Jade. So no one was more frustrated than Jade by the injuries. And so I think the coolest thing this season is that she is crushing it. Like, basically averaging nine nines on the the two events that she competes. She upgraded her vault. Because apparently now if you go to Oklahoma, you have to have a, a Yurchenko one and a half in order to compete, which is insane. They're the yeah. only team that has done, competed 6-10-0 starts successfully. One other team has done it, but it was, two other teams have done it, but not successfully. successfully. Yeah. 
I still have no idea what she just said. It's like a foreign language (laughs) to me, but it sounds really cool. It is. Okay. I'll put it, just put it into perspective. Jade has been crushing it this season after dealing with like two years of hardship. And now she's like the link, I feel like, like killing it. How, How much of a challenge is that, though, to continue to grind away? You're young. Um, you have tons of opportunities in life, but you could you, you still say, all right, I'm going to battle through these injuries and grind away and continue to compete and continue to perform. How much of a challenge has that been? I mean, it's it's been a huge challenge. Like you sit back and you see all your teammates um, doing so well, and obviously you want nothing more than your teammates to be doing well and for your team to be successful. But when you wish you were part of that, it makes it that much harder, but it's also that much more motivational. So, so in other words, that continues to drive you. Yeah. But, journalism major look out Meg. oh no um, she's coming yeah i know she's yeah. gonna she's gonna be taking our we spot. had her on spotlight a couple weeks ago she was fantastic when was that how'd i miss that i don't know a couple well, I'm, weeks never, ago. I'm never on the show anymore <laughs> so give me some perspective on, okay. a, on an oklahoma product here now alex <laughs> marks well didn't know the cheerleader thing so that's you've come so far <laughs> i feel so, I feel <laughs> so smart yeah, i don't know how great. i found that out where did that note come I from i feel like i told you did you tell me before we started the interview? I probably I, did. I think you did. Like, yeah. How'd you start? And I was like, my dad wanted me to be. That's right. That's or... right. That's right. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go I ahead. I think Meg. to me, what's this is like weird that I'm like telling you guys just right now. <laughs> <laughs> to me, what stands out about you? No. <laughs> to me, Alex good. is unique in the sense that she's taller than most okay. athletes. How tall are you? Five, seven and a half. That's tall Three. for a gymnast. That I half mean, makes Jade, a how, half makes how a tall difference. are you, Jade? On a good day, 5'4". Really? That's actually taller than I thought. I thought you were 5'5". Five five. Like, I'm 5'2". On a really I was good day, 5'5". What's, what's an average size? Like, 5'5"? 5'2". 5'2"? 5'1", 5'2", is like your average. Honestly, we have a tall team. You do. If you really... I've noticed that when really I first do. got look, here. You do. Because, like, like, Natalie Brown like, was tall mm-hmm. last year. Bree's tall. Yeah. Maggie's tall. Stosh is pretty Maggie tall. Maggie is tall. Yeah, compared to too. Mo- okay, so anyways, again off the tangent. <laughs> no, this uh, is great. I can't do sports radio. I get too far. In this and is out great. Of Have you listened to sports radio? That's what it well, is now. We true. start on one thing and we end up a completely different conversation. Because I was going to talk about if you would be the first pick in the pickup basketball game because no one could guard you in the post, right? Yeah. Not in terms oh, of gymnastics. Anyway, sorry. See, that's what happens. Sports radio. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so Alex Marks is unique in the sense that. Because you said you're five seven and a half or whatever you said, I don't even remember. Five seven and a half. Okay, yeah, got that. Got to get that half. Her lines are gorgeous. Like on bars, because she's taller, things might be a little tougher, like to learn. And mm-hmm. you can talk about this in a second. If I were that tall, I would. I don't know if I could do it. But like your your Takachev last year was my favorite in college. And gymnastics. when you say like Takachev, you're talking about a move, right? A skill on skill. bars. Okay. It's a release move, and you release it, you catch it. And hers was, because she's tall, it's high. It's like the straddle was wide. Like, it was just gorgeous. And then vault, you're not on vault this year, but last year, I've seen you do vault, and she's a Yurchenko full, and it's it just seems so much higher because she's taller. And then, like, you can come out. It just, in the sport of gymnastics, it's like what is beautiful to the eye. Right. It's so specific to what looks good. So I, so when I think of Alex, I think, She's different because she's tall and it looks big. Right. It looks and it's clean, it's big, it's high, it's dynamic. And that's and that to me is what stands out about <laughs> Alex Marks. <laughs> Thank that. you. So has that been a challenge because you were always taller? Yeah, I mean it definitely has been. Like honestly, growing up in this sport, I was always a lot taller than 
everyone said I was supposed to be, and it kind of discouraged me for a little bit. I feel like probably from, like, the age of, like, 12 to 15, I went through, like, a lot of mental hurdles because I was like, I am too tall for this sport. Like, this isn't for me. But I really am glad that I, like, got to overcome it, and, like, I feel like I came out on the other side, and hopefully that's, like, an inspiration for kids who aren't the ideal for whatever they're trying to do. So I'm glad that I stuck with it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, we, we don't have a ton of time, and I know you guys have to get ready for practice. So, I mean, I'll start with you, Alex. How important is it to have that great crowd, that loud crowd, that enthusiastic crowd on Sunday? It's so important. I mean, like, having an electric atmosphere, like, it makes it so, like, our performance, it makes it so much easier for us because, like, we feel like we have that support system, and that just, like, makes it so much more fun. It makes our experience better and people who are there, their experience better I, as well. I would imagine, Jade, the same way, right? It's just it, you guys can feed off the energy. I always thought, and I've joked about this now a couple times, but I thought you were supposed to be quiet. I thought it was like a tennis match, but that's that's not the case at all, is it? No, not no. at all. We build off of the crowd. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. All right, now uh, I say final thought. What do you want to do with your journalism degree? What's the plan outside of doing sports talk radio, right? Oh, my God. I truly have no idea. Well, I, I mean, mean you've got time. You're only yeah, I, I really like to write, and I I don't know. I like talking to people. I'm pretty, <laughs> hey, hey. I'm pretty social. <laughs> So we'll just see where it takes me, I guess. And, and Alex, for you, you're majoring in plant programs, and you're going to go, what, grad school? Is that um, kind of plan? I'm going to nursing school, actually, after I graduate with my first degree. So, yeah, that's the goal. That's awesome. Well, Rough listen, scrubs. congrats on your great seasons and career for you, Alex, and good luck on Sunday. We really appreciate you guys finding so time. Thank you so much. And finally, got to bring in the senior, Brenna Dow. And when you bring in the senior, why not a newcomer? Emma LaPinta has been – Uh, involved in the floor routine over the last couple of weeks. So we had a chance to preview this huge matchup on Sunday with a senior and a freshman. Brenda Dowell has been kind enough to join us along with a uh, freshman from Frisco, Emma LaPinta, who, uh, what's the nickname we go with, Brenda? Pinto. Like it. (laughs) Like it. Uh, First and foremost, Brenda, uh, congratulations on your 25th year of college. How has it gone so far? (laughs) But for you being kind of – I guess experienced is a fair way to put it. You've been in some of these big meets. How do you feel about where this team is here uh, heading down the home stretch of the season? I think we're in a good place with this team. I know we definitely have a lot of work to do, but I know we have the type of people who are willing to get down to the grind and do the work, and I'm really excited to finish with this team. We're really close, and it's been a great season so far. I did not realize that she had the same Sten thing going on. On her arm? That oh. Jay did. <laughs> and so when I was looking, I thought, Instantly oh, distracted. she is mad at me about something. <laughs> but uh, you guys are just getting ready. Emma, how about you? Freshman, thrown right into the fire, competing right away. What's the experience been like for you? Uh, it's been really awesome. I've been super lucky to be a part of this team and um, – I know they all have my back, and we all have each other's back, and it's been super fun. I can't even imagine your first, I mean, go around. You're competing with two, of uh, three, four of the stars, and you got Maggie Nichols and Brenda Dow. What has it been like to have experience like that and people that, uh, I don't know, Brenda, fair to say, maybe take you under their wing a little mm-hmm. bit? Yeah. How has that been like for you? Um, it's been super awesome. They're really good leaders, and um, they set great examples, and I look up to them and um, hope to follow their lead. Uh, Maggie, what is what 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 you call what was in love with Brenna? The, the gym turnet. <laughs> what the gym turnet? The, so like gym Twitter, the gym turnet blogs. Like, I like this. No one loves Brenna more than the gym turnet. <laughs> like, like I'm not saying that because she's just sitting right here. Like right? I'm not kidding. The gym turnet is obsessed with Brenna Dow. And you know you've you fought your way here. I mean, mm-hmm. let, let's face it. You took a year away and competed nationally, and then you came back and. 
you know, you always battle injuries in just about any sport. But here you are doing the all-around, even battling through things this year. I mean, how does that make you feel? It's got to feel pretty good, right? Yeah, it feels amazing. It's always been a dream to compete the all-around and to finally do it my senior year and come out there and do good stuff and be what my team needs me to be. It's been awesome. From that, The beam was what was really needing to improve this year. Is that a fair way to put it? Or is yeah. that where, where you felt like you needed to kind of seal the all-around, right? Yeah, definitely. What? So what has that process been? What, what does that look like when you're trying to improve in one element, but you still have these others that you have to master as well, too? How do you time manage that? Um, we definitely manage it in practice, and KJ's a great beam coach. And so the different assignments she gives us, just this year I've been able to really hone in on the details and get a lot better in practice. I think that was the big deal was just to improve in practice and get more consistent so that she could trust me out there on the floor. I can't even imagine that balance, Meg. How, how, how is, from a time management perspective, that's counting on your coaches too, but a lot of that's got to be a personal one-to as well, right? Yeah, I always thought, like, when I was a gymnast in college, like, the all, like, I stopped training beam because I was terrible. So I can't even, like, <laughs> talk on the balance of competing the all-around because when you're training all four events, which most, I would say most gymnasts do at OU, but not yeah. most teams do. So, like, the fact that you have to get in all four events and you have to make all your assignments before you rotate is hard. Like, it's hard on your body, and especially Brenna because she's <laughs> – like old. in her eighth year of college just gymnastics, <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's hard to get everything done every single day on every single event, and it's not only that. Brenna does one of the most difficult beam routines in the country, probably. Really. Which is why fans were so <laughs> excited when she made the beam lineup because it's been like, okay, so like the gym turnet. We, there we go. We're gonna there we go. give out this phrase again. <laughs> like they were like calling for Brenna Dow on beam, like all four years. I feel like like they were just like. Why isn't KJ competing Brenna? Like, she's so good. She does has the difficulty, the execution. And finally she's in, and they're freaking out. They love it. What was, what was the delay? Was it just because you felt like you were better at other events, or was that a, a coach's call? What kind of led to this, I, I guess the term is delay, in jumping on the beam? I think it all comes down to consistency, kind of freshman year, just kind of jumping into everything. And college is a lot different than elite, where elite you kind of just have to stay on the beam. But college you want to be perfect, and then – Sophomore and junior year was just kind of really working on the consistency. In junior year, I got into exhibitions to see if I could compete well, and those went pretty good, so I knew I had a pretty good chance of breaking the lineup this year and just continuing to improve on consistency and practice and just keep working on it. The one thing that's fascinating to me about uh, gymnastics as a sport in general, and Emma, this is for you, in let's say baseball, all right, you have guys that are playing tournament after tournament after tournament, then they come to college and – you play a lot. Softball, they have elite softball where they might play five games in one day, right, when they're getting oh ready for, for college, right? That sounds horrible. It, it's all, <laughs> it, it would be horrible. Can you imagine? Really and then they hard. turn around and they play five more games the next day. Well, you probably competed how many times a month whenever you were getting ready for college? Mm. Right? Maybe, yeah. maybe once or twice. Yep. So when you get into the situation where you're competing every single weekend – What's that challenge like on your body and to mentally and physically prepare for that? Um, I'd probably say the biggest challenge is just um, maintaining where you were the week before, keeping up with, um, like, treatments and um, staying hydrated as much as you can. That's probably the biggest um, important factor there is to, like, keeping up and going out there and doing the same thing that you're capable of doing each weekend. Last three meets you've been called upon uh, on the floor. 
can you kind of take us through how you felt about your routines and how that's helped you going forward now in your career to have this experience? Um, it's definitely super exciting. Um, a dream come true. <laughs> um, I guess it's um, been super helpful in like building confidence um, and getting out there has um, really helped with any like doubts I had uh, coming into the University of Oklahoma, yeah. knowing that I'm like where I'm supposed to be. Those can creep in, right, Brenda? Yeah, Especially course. whenever you're young and maybe you're kind of waiting for your opportunity. But when you see the freshmen that have been called upon like they have this year, that's got to help you not just feel good about the short-term future, but the long-term future of this program when Brenda Dowell is off doing whatever she wants to do with her life, right? Yeah, it's really exciting to see them use all the freshmen. They've used all the newcomers this year, and Olivia's had a great season, and Emma and Allie have gone in, and so has Carrie, our sophomore transfer. And it's really excited to see them contributing and having the success that they have and getting those numbers under their belt. And so feeling that they really belong here, like Emma said, which I truly believe all of them do. So I'm excited for the future. That's awesome. Hey, before I let you uh, go, Brenda, since, again, this is your senior year, uh, was gymnastics always in the family? You have, what, your sisters, Carrie, Lauren, and JC. Were mm -hmm. they all gymnasts as well, too? Or are you kind of unique on that front? Well, my sisters, Carrie and JC, were cheerleaders. And how I got into gymnastics was they needed to learn to do a back handspring when they were in high school. We just talked about that. So, <laughs> yeah, my mom took them to the back handspring clinic and kind of felt bad that they hadn't learned how to do it before. So when she took them, they're a lot older than me. She enrolled me in a class, too. And so I've just done gymnastics. And my little sister did gymnastics throughout most of middle school and high school. But now she does theater. So... Cool. Yeah. Oh, very fancy. Broadway. Bro look out. And <laughs> yes. from you and I have talked about this before, but from Odessa, Missouri, mm -hmm. how did I mean, how did you get discovered? Was it just taking part in every event that you could for the most part? I mean, I got really lucky that I lived twenty minutes away from like a world renowned gym. So my coaches Al Fong and Armney Burutian had two Olympians in two thousand four and they've been around for a really long time. And actually Taryn Humphrey, the she went to Olympics in two thousand four, went to my same high school. Wow. So that was pretty oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. Well, listen, before I, before I wrap up, uh, and I'll just focus on Brenda to help me sell <laughs> tickets here. Sorry, Emma. But g give me kind of the, the the perspective of the excitement because this is who you played. This is who you competed yeah. against in the national championship last year and unfortunately came up just short. I know revenge isn't in the mind, but fans can see elite gymnast gymnastics on Sunday, can't they? Yeah, I mean, this meet is going to be amazing. UCLA has two Olympians. They have Caitlin Ohashi who went viral with her floor team, which is really awesome. So people don't want to miss that. And you also get to see a number one versus number two showdown. And we really feed off the energy of the crowd. And the crowd at Florida was amazing. I'm really hoping that we can bring in more fans this week because this is going to be an amazing matchup. As we said, gym-centric. And we learned a new term, I think, today, the gym turnet. Who knew, right? Thanks to Meg McDonald for helping us out today. Really appreciate it. KJ, Jade, Alex, Brenna, Emma. And, of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't give a huge thank you, kudos, appreciate you to Lindsay Morrison, the SID for women's gymnastics, who was there to help us get these great student-athletes on with us and help educate me so I could at least sound a little bit like I knew what I was talking about when it comes to gymnastics. We hope to have a great crowd out there, and we hope to see you. That's Sunday at high noon. Well, thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing the Sooner Sports Podcast. Toby will join us coming up on Tuesday's game plan. And until then, have a great weekend at Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air.
Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.